everybody it's jamie and helen with coming unhinged hello everyone jamie it's so good to hear from you i know we've got to update everybody on our journey home from colorado this this last podcast well we officially made it home you made it home safe and sound like right on time right on schedule (laughs) for the first time like this is an ongoing joke with my family is that i never fly without any problems and this was one of the very first times that i hopped on the plane and i the time i was supposed to leave and i left and it was really really nice it was seamless it was seamless now that doesn't seem like the case for you well, it wasn't because you got on your plane and I was crying. Oh, it was really sad to leave each other. It we had such a good weekend. Very sad. I sat there and watched you get onto your plane and I was I like, know. Back, Jamie's like back so you can see me crying. I was. And you know I don't cry, but I did have a little tear and I'm like, hmm. Mm. Um, but I already had told you that morning. So you yeah. had the earlier flight. You were leaving around. Yes. I was going to leave at the four something mark, like 440 mark. Um, yes. I told you that morning, Jamie, I don't think I'm going to get out today. Because there's supposed, did. Be, there's supposed to be you, storms. That's what yeah. I Yeah. You did, my friend. You have a gift of prophecy, I believe. Well, you know what? And I <laughs> so I started packing the toothbrush yep. and the toothpaste and all the coffee creamers because I'm I'm like, I'm not getting out of here. And you're like, Helen, I think you're going to. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. But then yeah, I decided you, to go along with you on this. I was like, okay, maybe I am. Maybe I'm just being uh, a pessimist here. You know, right? maybe I'm just getting in my own head. Um, no. However, you got on your plane, and then the uh-huh. minute you left, like literally, no joke, blue skies, big fluffy white clouds, I, right behind you come the big dark clouds rolling well, in, and I'm like, mmm, those mm, look mysterious. Well, that was a strange thing, because uh, Denver ended up having a tornado. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how many tornadoes have actually touched down around Denver. I don't think many. Okay, sometimes <laughs> in like summer... You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll hear of tornadoes around that area, but very rarely. But the fact that we're in April and there were tornadoes around there, I was a little surprised myself because I get down to my gate and all of a sudden, I mean, it is getting black as black out there. And I'm like, I'm going to go in that direction. We're flying in that direction. But then I start seeing people boarding on the flight next to me. They're going to Nebraska. And I'm like, well, they're getting on. We're probably getting on. Right. Five minutes later, I get a little notification on my phone. It's just like, nope, your flight's delayed. Literally within 30 minutes was like, it's canceled. I'm like, I knew it. I knew oh, it. Nobody no. was going to fly into that storm. But you know what? Then the airport became chaos because everybody's flights started getting canceled. So all the hotel rooms uh-huh. were getting booked up. Um, the only thing I cared about was, where's my luggage? Okay, where oh, am yeah. I going to get that big luggage at? And so then I was proceeded to be told that um, it would be two to four hours. Um, yes. I'll wait at carousel 15 and just watch mm-hmm. it go around in a circle and your suitcase should be there. Well, I waited the four hours. Guess what happened? What? It never came. Oh no, so your suitcase <laughs> got on the flight, but you did not. The suitcase never got there. Finally, I went and talked to another lady after like harassing the other lady twice. I was sweet. I was like, are you sure, sure it's going to come? Are you sure it's going to come? She's like, oh yeah, it'll be right there. I'm like, carousel 15? Mm-hmm. Four hours later, I'm like, no, oh, it's no. not there. So I go and talk to another lady and she's just like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but your suitcase is in Casper, Wyoming. I'm like, what? Oh. Get to Casper. All the flights were canceled. I still don't know how that happened to this That's day. That's pretty bizarre. That's pretty bizarre. Can we put mm. that on Unsolved Mysteries? 
<laughs> I bet you're feeling a little betrayed, aren't you, friend? <laughs> I'm feeling very betrayed after four hours. It was late. My Jamie had already left oh. me. I was tired. And I'm like, now what oh. am I going to do? All of the stuff the in worst. that suitcase. It was raining hard because there were thunderstorms. There were oh. tornadoes outside. I had to go stand outside in the rain. My friend I, hates being wet and cold. Oh, I was cold. <laughs> and that's probably where I got this cold from. So if you guys oh, haven't noticed no. by my voice, Helen uh-huh. came home with a cold, like an icky oh, cold. no. <laughs> the uh, enemy is really mad that we had such an amazing weekend. Because we had an amazing weekend. So there uh, has to be a little betrayal in there, right? Sure. The enemy will take any chance that he can to betray us. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Betrayal. Mm. How come betrayal is one of those really, really tough topics? You know? It's it so hurts. painful. Yep. It's because, <laughs> there you go. It's it's because so it painful. hurts. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on either. Mm-mm. Betrayal is so incredibly painful because I've you been know, both. I've done both. Like I've been the two. betrayer and I've been betrayed. I have too, my friend. And I mean, betrayal, I think that is exactly it. It's why it hurts so bad is because usually it's committed by a close friend or someone that you mm-hmm. trust or someone that you love, not necessarily like an enemy. No, and that's what the, that's the hurtful part about it. It's normally somebody that you've confided in, somebody you've spent right. a lot of time with. Sometimes it's even like your closest of friends. It can even be family. This is true. It's so true. Jesus knew this. I mean, look at Jesus was betrayed over mm. and over by friends, by family, by people who proclaimed to love him and adore him. Right. Those are the well, ones I... that turned against him. I know. I think what automatically comes to mind, of course, is Judas. You know, everybody thinks of him as the betrayer in the Bible. Um, But, you know, what's interesting to me is that uh, Jesus chose Judas even knowing he was going to betray him. And he didn't treat him any different than the rest of the 12. You know, he loved him equally. Well, he rocked. I know it really is, and you know I've never actually thought of it that way until you just brought it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously we know that Judas was one of the disciples, but when you think about it, it's just like we already know Jesus had his ministry for at least three years, and so he walked and talked with him and ate meals with him and shared Mm -hmm. his days with this guy that he knew was going to betray him. And like you said, he's. Mm regardless of that um you know in luke Luke 22 48 though when judas Mm -hmm. comes to betray um jesus he says Mm -hmm. would you come to betray the son of man with a kiss because even at that point when he's going to turn him over to the temple guards and Mm -hmm. to the pharisees and the sadducees and he comes and he kisses him on the cheek yes that was the telling sign that was the the moment of betrayal right there And I think to myself, have I kissed somebody on the cheek? Mm, And yet, me too. (laughs) Yes. And that's the worst kind of pain. I mean, you know, the thing of it is, it's like you put such a large emotional investment in someone Mm -hmm. and they make a choice to hurt you or you choose to hurt someone. And that, that's, that's another reason why it's just so painful. It's like you've had this emotional attachment to someone and I'm sure that Jesus felt that, you know? But it's like also you blame yourself, you know, and you you distance yourself from others, which I think is the human response. Now, Jesus did not do that. <laughs> However, no, I think humans, we do. We, we blame ourselves something like I should have seen that coming or I should have never done that. <laughs> and, and there's then, so much guilt in it, right? Oh, it's guilt and shame all over the place. So we know the enemy runs with betrayal. 
The enemy runs with the betrayal, and we already seen it, like, with Judas in this particular situation, because he, after he did this, he felt so much guilt, so much remorse, that he Mm -hmm. actually went and he hung himself. He chucked the money back, and he went and he hung himself, and then... Yes, and then that it's now called like what is it? The field of blood or yes, something like so that. He, it, he purchased a field with mm-hmm. some of the money, and mm-hmm. like you said before, like some of the money um, people didn't want it. It had blood all over it. It's like it's blood money. I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> went to knew. give them back. Like here's your coins. I don't want it. And they're like, well, we can't take this money back. You accepted mm. it, and now there's gonna be blood on it. I guess the only thing that we can do is go and buy this field, and it's still there today but he couldn't even live with himself so he went and he he killed himself but you know you and i've talked about this there had to be a judas there had to be a judas and god even took that and and used it for his will right Mm -hmm. i mean it just Mm -hmm. the story wouldn't have gone the same we wouldn't have seen you know how profound it was i mean i think we would have but even more so with the betrayal um, so God used it all for good, just like Romans eight twenty eight, one of our favorites. He always uses it for good, friend. Always, every single time. And well, you know, Peter's situation is a little bit different. He, right? he did betray Jesus, but even with his betrayal of denying him three times, he, mm-hmm. Jesus still drew close to Peter after oh, that. Definitely. And and the difference I think with Peter is he automatically. Um, he confessed to it he knew he had Mm -hmm. done wrong and then of course he repented so that's a totally different thing than what judas did judas did take a while judas still had that greed um to him you know he was trying to see how he could get ahead (laughs) um but peter automatically cried he knew his flesh was weak he knew his flesh overtook him and he asked for forgiveness forgiveness and he restored his relationship with jesus and he never looked back yeah, he, didn't he never look looked back. back. No, and no. that doesn't mean that he was a perfect person because we already know Peter. Oh, he, was, he, yeah. he was hot tempered and he was feisty, mm-hmm. and and he was that was his demeanor by nature. Mm-hmm. However, the minute that Jesus forgave him, Peter went out and served him with all of his heart, mind, soul, and strength for the rest of his life. In fact, you and I talked about that yesterday that he didn't even uh-huh. find himself worthy to die in the same manner that Jesus did, even though it was crucifixion. Oh, right? I think that's so profound. He asked them to crucify him upside down because he didn't want to be compared to Jesus on any level, which I think is so amazing. I mean, really, if you haven't ever studied that, that's something to look into because it's such a cool story, really. Well, and it's a heart thing. I mean, you can mm-hmm. almost even look and kind of see Judas's heart, and then you can look right. at Peter's heart. <laughs> right, you right. Can I always think see that a that's... difference there, right? Yeah. I mean, you just can't. You can't. I mean, yeah, that's because I mean, the Bible is just such a good. It's like a. It's a like a a manual for life you know it is a manual for life it's like here's how to do it here's not how to do it (laughs) because judas actively went in to Mm -hmm. the church and like asked them like what will you give me if i betray him to you whereas peter completely different was just like i will not deny you i'll die with you if i can't and then all of a sudden fear crept into him fear Mm -hmm. it crept into him because all of a sudden they're like you're one of them aren't you you're one Mm -hmm. of them so all of a sudden the fleshly side was like no i'm not no i'm not no i'm not i don't know him because he panicked and it was a fear and so it was completely different yes he betrayed him and i'm sure it was even more painful because him and jesus were so intimately like close you know but at the same time Judas went and actively went. It was just like, how yes. can I turn him over to you? And that's a different mm-hmm. type of betrayal. That really, really is. I mean, there's the maliciousness behind that one. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, um, 
I think as human beings, it's easy to, um, you know, after you blame yourself to seek revenge. You know, it's like if you've been betrayed, you automatically want to seek revenge, which God is very, very clear on don't do. <laughs> no, he says that I will vindicate you. He does not mm-hmm. want you to seek revenge. In fact, he wants you to turn the other cheek. Yeah, that, he that, does. That, yeah, it's biblical. So it's like turn the other cheek. And I know that is so hard to do. It's so uh, hard. And there is such a thing as righteous anger. Yes. And so, you know, but I mm-hmm. can tell you it can be done because you know about my situation first. Right. And I know sometimes would never be able to do that but you and I've talked about it until you're in a situation you genuinely don't know how you would react no I have learned over the years not not to ever say I would never do whatever it is it's like <laughs> the yeah. second that rolls out of oh, your tongue it's like that's oh, dangerous. you're gonna have that's dangerous <laughs> you're gonna have a chance to really experience this and see what people go through and it's like oh yeah you do the, you get, the you get your minute turn. the judgment comes out of your mouth the mm. minute it comes out of your mouth when you say I would never and how could mm-hmm. they ever uh-oh because guess what you're gonna have testing come knocking at your door that is like an oh, that's like a trap yes. it's like a trap you're almost oh, don't say that don't say mm. that because you yep. know that they're going to be tested in that area now i'm not saying they won't shut it down but the test uh-huh. will probably come it will come it will it Indeed. will and you know on my end when i was betrayed uh-huh. by somebody right? that i would have called a close friend somebody okay. i got to know over a series of years right um at first, obviously, it was really, really hurtful. Sure. Um, could I say, though, that I wanted to turn around and get even with them? No. 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 And I think sweet. that's the heart of Christ. Well, I think it's the heart of Christ, too, don't you? Mm-hmm. For I sure. Do. I think it's the... And even if you have Christ in the Holy Spirit, I'm not saying that sometimes it isn't hard. Sometimes you don't like, like oh, you don't do something. Right. Like, ooh, I got to back up here. I mean, mm-hmm. were there moments where I got, like, angry? Again, the righteous mm-hmm. anger. There were. And frustrated and... Um, yes. But at the same time, I, I really had to get with God on it and like find out like, what, what can we do with what's happened here? Right. And the only place that I ended up going with all of it was, well, I knew I had to forgive because God <laughs> is really clear. He yes. says, whenever you stand praying, you must forgive if you have mm-hmm. anything against anyone at all so that your yes. Father in Heaven can forgive you also. And so that's Mark Absolutely. So you already know His will. He's like, I need you to mm-hmm. forgive Him because I forgave you. I forgive you yes. every day. Every time you cry out to that's me, right. um, call out to me, I forgive you. And so mm-hmm. therefore, He wants us to do the same for, I mean, for humans. It's just like right. that's what we're called to do. So I knew immediately I had to forgive. I didn't know how I was going to. But right. I both know forgiveness is different than forgetting. So it's like, will yes. you ever necessarily forget? You won't. There's, but there's yeah. lessons in that. But you mm-hmm. are still called to forgive. Do you have to have a relationship sure. with that person? No. 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 Mm-mm. No, it's like we don't have control over how someone else responds. You know, either being the betrayer or being betrayed. We can't control how people are going to take that, you know. But what we do have control over is just what you said forgiveness it's like we have to if you're the betrayer you have you at some point have to forgive yourself otherwise Mm -hmm. you're still leaving the door open for the enemy to come in and constantly play on your guilt and your shame Mm -hmm. and also if someone betrays you you do have 
um, control over your response. So forgiving them sets you free. You know, it's like, it's not necessarily even about them. You feel better and you know, you're doing the things that God asked you to do and that he promises to forgive you. So it's like, okay, good. And then you put the rest in his hands, right? It's just like, you do your part and then God will come in and do what what you did not do. Yes. And like with my situation was, is I knew that she had to have been in a really sad, hurting place to have even done what she did. And so it gave me compassion. And then right. it even like put me in her shoes. Like, you know, I know that feeling of sadness mm-hmm. and hurt and pain. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I had some compassion there. And, and so I just had to take a step back. I mean, granted, That's do I really think kind. it will ever be close again? No, but it's, no. Okay. but I'm free and yeah. she's free. And do I wish maybe on her end, maybe at some point in her life that mm-hmm. she will even apologize? I mean, I'm not waiting for it, but right. how beautiful would that be? Because I feel like, mm-hmm. like what you just said, just mm-hmm. the fact that if you can like say, I'm really sorry that I yeah. hurt you. Acknowledgement. Um, I mm-hmm. never got that in it, but that's okay. I, I ne- yeah. wasn't necessarily looking for it, but I believe that's such a beautiful thing. Definitely. Well, Well, you know, there's a process after a betrayal of grieving, really. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a death. It's like you grieve. It's not quite as severe, but you grieve. You go through a period of grieving because it did hurt so bad or, or you did hurt someone so bad. And then, like, in order to move on, yeah, you reflect on that. It's like, what am I going to do different next time if I ever have a next time in this situation? Oh. And and then the forgiveness, you know, where you start to heal. And I always think um, at some point, like you said, you're going to choose to either have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. or something else that's recommended is to write a letter. Oh, I love letters. Yeah, so if you don't have the opportunity to necessarily have a conversation, maybe it's awkward, maybe it's too confrontational, maybe it would cause more pain, then write write a letter, you know, to that person. Yeah. Or, yeah, and I mean, it's just so healing, I feel like. And whether or not you even send it, sometimes just writing it is the therapeutic yeah. part. Sometimes Absolutely. you just, you write it, you get it off your chest, you give it to and the And you Lord, let it go. And then you let it go. It's just, mm-hmm. that part is so incredibly healing. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me... Like you just said, you have to get to a point where you forgive yourself because if you don't, yes. you will be destroyed. Oh, by yeah. It's so you, toxic, that, it's that guilt so, and shame. It really is. And sometimes mm-hmm. people will use that as forms of guilt, manipulation, mm-hmm. control, especially oh, yeah. if it's a yes, family. And so they'll mm-hmm. use that against you. And so there has to become a point, especially if you've repented, you've said you're right. sorry, you're remorseful. You right. know, there has to be a point where you say, okay, I hope that you'll forgive me or I forgive you. Um, mm-hmm. You can do it for a season, but then you have to let it go. You have to move on. You have to say, I'm not going to stay here. If you choose right. to, that's on you. I'm not going to. And I know I was in a situation these last couple of years was something that I had done where I had hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, I feel like I'm like, God is like, it's over. Like you're yeah. free from it. Like you, you've learned right. the lessons you've needed to learn through this. And I have, I've learned so much, yeah. not necessarily about other people, but right. a lot about myself and yeah. my actions and what I did and what I was responsible for and what I don't want to do again. And, and right. so it was a lesson. It was a hard lesson. It was a painful mm. lesson, uh-huh. but you know, coming out on the other side of it, it is one of those like, uh, won't do that again. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> we'll a lesson. Not do that again. <laughs> oh man. It just mm. teaches you that like your consequences obviously have actions and that it's not about you because you end up hurting a lot of people around you when you make certain right. decisions and you don't think things through. 
and you're impulsive and you know right. and from your own brokenness I mean oh, your brokenness yeah. alone we are I mean alone we make so many decisions based off of our own dysfunctional you know yeah childhood like you know right. when we were children so it's like that's yeah. all we know sometimes we're just products of our environment uh-huh and I do think that God takes those opportunities to teach you compassion you know it's oh. it's, it's what you said um you you do realize a person was not in their right mind or in their right heart Mm -hmm. to do something so hurtful to betray it's like they had to be in a place where they were hurting bad enough that this felt like an option you know oh for sure 100 percent. and that's where god brought me and i i love that he even brought me there like helen can you imagine can Mm -hmm. you can you even think about it and so and so instead of me being bitter and angry and mad and how could you i actually actually viewed her as more of an even beautiful person. I'm like, yeah, it would be tough. It'd be really tough. And and so it just it gave me a heart of compassion toward her. And I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We're going to probably eat Christmas dinner together, but you know, <laughs> you, you never know. I mean, At even some if we point, did, maybe. You're like, whatever, we're good. I just, you know, it's just time to move on and move forward. Yeah. Even if you are the betrayer, I think you hit that point of exhaustion when you've like, yeah. you have to get to that point where you're just like, okay, I'm exhausted. Okay. Right. <laughs> I right. don't want to be angry and hang on. That's mm-hmm. okay. You That's can do okay. that, but I'm not going to stay here with you. I got to no. move on here because I can't stay here. God's got things for me to do. Paul knew that the best, right? Did Paul not oh, know this? Yeah. He's like, I take what, what I've done and I just put it behind me, right? Whatever I've done, yes. I put it behind me and I keep going to finish my race. So he already knew that he can live in guilt and condemnation of all the things he'd done. He was just like, nope, I got to right. keep my race strong. So anything that he'd done that was bad, he's like, nope, that was yesterday. I think that's a really good example of using it as an event, not an identity. You know, it's like that became an event. He knew it was a one-time deal. It happened. And now we're moving on because it's not my identity in Christ. You know, I'm forgiven. Well, and we know how Jesus wants us to to handle it because let's talk about King David, Saul. Oh, yeah. Okay. Saul. Saul, um, King David, he knew he was going to be anointed to be king, but he had to do a lot of serving before he was ever going to be king. And God was testing him during this time. There's always testing, right? There always is. And he's working for King Saul and King Saul dealt with depression and Mm -hmm. he's singing to him. He's playing the harp to him. He's in distress. Well, here King David is doing his job, being amazing, loving the Lord. And all of a sudden he looks in the mirror and King Saul has a bow and arrow and he's going to start shooting arrows (laughs) at King David. I mean, he thought King Saul was his friend. This was his companion. Like they were spending afternoons together. He was comforting Mm -hmm. him. He was finding great comfort in him. And Mm -hmm. King Saul got jealous of King David and uh-huh. he decided that he wanted him to be gone. And so <laughs> and so David looks up like, wait a second, friend. Wait Why are second. you throwing arrows at me? <laughs> he didn't just do it once. King Saul did it more than once. Like a couple mm-hmm. times he tried to take him out with a bone arrow him. while he was comforting him. I don't know if I would have went back in that room. That's a lie. I would have because I've done it. After I've been betrayed, I went back again for seconds. Like, here, let me come back in here, even let though he's like that big scary bone again. <laughs> Let me see it again. How many arrows do you have this time, Saul? Mm. You know, it's just like it's stupid. I've done that. I've been that person who is so mm-hmm. goofy. And so so here King David is being just loyal, goes in again, and he gets a double. And so mm. then he's on the run. So now all of a right. sudden he's like, huh, is he trying to kill me? And so he's on the run. I'm starting to get the impression he wants me gone. <laughs> I'm getting the impression I better get, get running here. Mm-hmm. And so then he confronts his son, Jonathan, I believe. Jonathan tells yeah. him, yeah, my dad doesn't like you. He's trying to kill you. So David's on the run for a long, long time. We already know this. And mm-hmm. King Saul and all of his men are trying to come get him. 
on the loose. And then one time, King David gets to sneak up on King Saul in oh, a yeah. cave. Yes. So King Saul's in there using the restroom. I know that's weird, but it's in the Bible. That's what it says. <laughs> that's what and, they did. And he was able to creep up on him, go behind him, and he was close enough to where he could cut off a little piece of his robe. He mm-hmm. could have taken him out right then and there. Revenge. And he chose he chose not to. He chose not to. He chose what not a great to. example. Right. Ben betrayed, but he chose to forgive. He chose to forgive. Well, he chose to turn around because he knew that that was not his way to the top of the throne. He knew he knew his position. He knew who he was, whose he was. He mm. knew he was going to be the king because God had already anointed him. And he yes. knew that taking out King Saul would not be his way to the top. It would not make things better. It would not get him to the throne any faster. So he would let God do the vindicating. Let God I take care that. of the situation. God's way. Because God's ways are always perfect. We take uh. it in our own hands. What a mess. Start messing it up. Girl, make a mess. <laughs> Don't time. That. Tell me this. Revenge, yeah. it's not sweet. No, it's not. It's Re- not. It's not sweet. Whenever you, it may be satisfying. You might have a little satisfaction <laughs> for five minutes and then you're going to feel exactly. Spirit's going to get a hold of you and you're going to be like, oh, why did I do that? What exactly. did I do here? It's yep. the worst feeling ever. That's so true, my friend. It, it is so true. And so, you know, I just feel like um, with the whole betrayal thing, it's just like it's better to just forgive, mm-hmm. right? Friend, yes. Just forgive. Ask for forgiveness. And yep. then just get on with your life. That That's what we're called to do. It's just life yes. is too short. That's right, friend. I know my dad used to say, you don't have to throw him a party, mm. but you do have to forgive him. So, <laughs> Why is your dad so smart? Your he dad was, so was such a wise, wise man, wasn't he? <laughs> he? He was. Like every day, his wisdom so pops up for me. I'm still learning. So, <laughs> And you know, I just feel like with betrayal too, here we've talked about some big things. I mean, we know, yeah. like if you look in the Bible, like we think betrayal, like, oh, wow, you know, maybe, you know, we could think adultery, right? right. We could think, we obviously murder. Right. <laughs> King Saul was trying to take out um, yes. David. So yeah. that, that is the, the ultimate betrayal right there. But it can also be as simple as gossip. Oh, yeah. And slander. Because you oh, think yeah. about when you gossip about somebody, mm-hmm. you are actually running that person's name through the mud. And yes. not only are you doing that, then you're passing that on to other people. And then they're passing mm-hmm. it on to other people. And then that can a person's life it can actually destroy somebody by gossiping about somebody especially when you don't know if that's even the truth Mm-hmm. really about them and even if it is the truth let's get back to the bible you're called to cover one's sins that's you right. are called to cover those that you love and yes it's hard to do and i know mm-hmm. i mean granted you're going to probably want to share things that have been hurtful to you to somebody who's close right. to you i mean that's that's very normal that's human we're, we're to lean on each other relying on yeah. each other but i'm talking about going out and gossiping dragging mm. their name them. in the mud you're not yeah. called to do that we're actually called to cover people this is true. The very true. And that's where the blessing's at because you remember the mm-hmm. two boys when they walked into the tent and their dad was drunk and he was passed out and he was naked. Noah. Yes. Noah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. One of the brothers went out and told everybody about it. And then the other two decided we're going to cover dad up and not let anybody know what happened and didn't see it. Well, guess which one got the blessing? The ones that covered the dad up. Not the yes. one who went and told the whole camp, guess what? Dad's naked in here. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what do you have to gain with gossip and stuff? It's it's more of a revenge than anything, really. You're okay, hurt I, and you want I, revenge. Complete transparency mm-hmm. here because we're just going to be honest and truthful. Yep. I used to gossip 
like it, like <laughs> well we all did I think that was a teenage girl thing not that it was excuse but we used to like have parties and gossip <laughs> okay but here's we were never doing it to be malicious or no. facetious it really no. genuinely well I just didn't know and right. when you don't know you genuinely just don't know, don't know. Right. and I think back on that and I remember even like even if I knew the smallest little detail I'd almost get like a little high from it like yeah. be like uh-huh. oh I can't wait yeah to tell it was you like what happened thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, see, and I mean, granted, I feel like till the time we are like little old ladies, there's still a little bit of that in you because oh, yeah. it's the flesh, it's human. And right. I think that's the, 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 the joy about having a really close, good friend, like a best yes. friend, like, like you, I can tell you uh-huh. everything right? and you can tell me everything because we know each other's hearts. Yes, for sure. Right. And we know who we serve and we know we have the Holy Spirit. We do. Mm-hmm. It genuinely is in love now when we tell each other something, and we'll right. even like sit there and like contemplate through it. We'll pray through it. We'll see like, oh, I feel bad. So uh-huh. when we share things with each other now, even if they might be a little juicy, we're actually coming <laughs> at it from a different angle. It's not For the sure. same gossipy. No, fact, you and I try to shut that down, and we hate gossipy. Oh, it's so ugly. When you're around that, you're like, ew, yeah. Mm-hmm. And anymore mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit, it's like the second I say anything, He instantly convicts me. Like, mm, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And oh, then I'm very uncomfortable. You know, it's like constant, okay. constant mm-hmm. conviction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The minute something rolls off my tongue, before it even gets out of my mouth, most of the time I already know, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, and then there it goes. Think it, don't and then say it. I love this about God though, because He gives me. I mean, I 100%, this is how it's been for the last several years. The minute I do something, he'll turn it right back around on me. But you've done it. You've uh-huh. said that before. <laughs> you, I mean, immediately. And he'll even bring oh. instances back to my mind. Like, of, right. oh, remember when you did this? Do you remember when you said that? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep, I do. Ooh, okay. I do remember yep, that. I sure do. So that's really crazy that I'd even think that person. <laughs> right. Think, like, lonely of that person, right? Because I'm like, yes. ah, Helen, you did that last week remember I'm like yeah I did didn't I yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you always look at it a little different though than when it's yourself because you're like ah when it's you it's no big deal but when somebody else you're like oh, I can't believe you said that or I, I can't know. believe you did that and then I'm That's like that so was me true. last week it's like how right? is ridiculous <laughs> God is good that way to, to point it out so we don't keep doing it oh he's so good like that mm-hmm. and so I actually am very appreciative of that gift now because it just keeps yes. me in check and it really yes. just shows me it's just like Helen you're not getting away with anything right <laughs> nobody's doing something that you haven't already done times a hundred okay so right. let's move along here that's right forgiven. your goal is to forgive them and if you can mm-hmm. say a prayer for them as well so then I can get on it too so that's the only thing that we're called to do and I mean if that's it's somebody right. that's completely toxic keep your distance right Yep. You don't have to throw them a party. You don't necessarily have to rekindle even that friendship. I don't think God ever expects that of us unless he tells you to. And he's, he can be very specific that way. Oh yeah. If he wants you to do something, he will have you do it. You, you oh, will yeah. know, but otherwise you can live in peace. You can go your way yes. and you can move along. Right. Absolutely. Friend. Well, I hope your cold goes away and you start feeling better. Unless betrayed, <laughs> less betrayed. I'm, I'm feeling less betrayed today because now I feel like all the symptoms are gone. Seven days later, good. <laughs> except, good. except now I believe it's a sinus infection. Oh so no! If we could all just do a joint prayer and pray yes. that I don't have to get on antibiotics, that would be amazing. Definitely, my friend. Well, I hope that everybody tunes in again this week. Yes. We're we're loving making these. I hope everybody's yes. been enjoying these. Jamie and I tried a new way of making these. So uh-huh. um, hopefully so the quality working. is good. Yes. Yeah, we're always trying new things, aren't we? 
we are we are we're trying to always improve our podcast so <laughs> if you if you think about it and you enjoy our podcast though we would love it if you would subscribe and also like our podcast um and even review it for us there's there's like a review with the five stars or however many you give us that would be wonderful we would love it and we would appreciate you so much thank you so much for listening and have a great evening god bless god bless, god bless.